0: in the back podcast. podcast I'm Michelle and I
1: am Lauren and Michelle I have to warn you that if you hear like some weird sounds
0: it's because I'm uh, recording this on a blow-up bed oh okay yes because all yes. your furniture but we'll get into that a little bit more yeah we'll uh, um, just show. to warn you in case you hear something that doesn't sound normal That's what it is. All right. And we'll um, ask that question why Lauren is sitting on a blow up bed (laughs) in a little second. Um, But today we're going to talk about Lauren. Um, You want to outline the theme for today? Yeah, I guess let's talk about it. Um,
1: So basically I thought that we were kind of overdue for a bit of a You know, sort of heavily focused business session, and uh, it's kind of also in line with what I've been going through lately, which I'll talk about in a minute. But on the show today, essentially, we're going to be sharing top ten business tips. Now, these tips are going to be super random, and um, kind of what we're inspired to speak about at the moment. And I know that this is the kind of show that we can do on sort of a regular basis because the tips are always going to be coming, and uh, you know. We learn new stuff all the time as, as you know, so it's going to be kind of, you know, five tips from your perspective, five tips from my perspective. And our objective for this show is essentially to give you some business tips that you may not have heard about before, or if you have heard before, um, maybe you just need to be reminded of them, you know, because I think sometimes we go through the motions and we sometimes know the things that we want to do or need to do, but we kind of forget. Also, if you're not a business owner and you're listening or thinking about listening to this episode, I would recommend that you stick with us because some of the stuff that we're talking about really can be used in everyday life and also can be used if you are an employee or if you're a service provider, et cetera, et cetera. So it doesn't need to be just solely focused on the entrepreneur. So that's just something to keep in mind. But before we get to the theme, I know that you and I do love to catch up about what we've been up to. I feel like we
0: actually haven't talked in a while, so there's probably much to be said. Uh, Who's sponsoring this show, Michelle? Me. Um, So that's Michelle, our Lightworker on Facebook, Lauren. uh, If you are looking for me, I'm also on Instagram and Twitter and various other places. But I am a medium, I also do oracle card readings, I'm a mentor, uh, I also teach Reiki. I'm based on the Sunshine Coast, so if you're listening to this and you are in Australia and close to the Sunshine Coast, I do teach Reiki if you wanna learn that. And uh, yeah, anything else you need around confidence or you know, just confirmation, whatever you need, I'm here for you. So Michelle, I the Light Worker, on Facebook, if that tickles your fancy. Very good. So, what's been going on with you, Lauren? Because you are sitting on a blow up bed. And I guess the listener at home is sort of wondering what on earth this is about. So, can you fill in the gaps for us? Tell us what's been going on with you.
1: Yes. Well, I am um, the kind of person that I don't necessarily like to talk about uh, things. How do I phrase this exactly? I bought a house and I didn't want to talk about it until it was official. And I guess the reason oh, you don't for want to that jinx is,
0: yourself, like a jinx. Yeah, I guess it. yes.
1: it's, I guess it's a jinx, but you know, I always put it out there and I'm like divinely ordered. If it's divinely ordered, it's meant to happen, blah, blah, blah. I guess it's because I, in a way, um, I know that I'm trusting the process. I know everything's working out the way that it should be and all that. And I don't totally a hundred percent live in line with that. But I guess it's this kind of thing that I don't feel that I need to announce until it's actually officially really happening. Uh, and the reason for that is because I don't want to have the conversation where I'm like, hey, remember that thing I was really excited about? It didn't happen. Um, and one of the tips I have coming up is actually in in sort of relation to that. So uh, that's going to be a good one to go over in the show for sure. But yeah, so I bought a house and uh, we officially move into it next week and it's super exciting. And uh, we... There was like a five-week settlement and just with the banks, the way things are, I didn't want to really talk about it until it was sort of officially happening. And I had to, you know, um, make some announcements in my personal life or I guess my work life. Like I had to quit working at the restaurant and things like that. And I, I wasn't really ready to talk about that until I had done the due diligence of talking to them first because they have been really good to me. So, yeah, it's super exciting. Uh, it's basically four acres in the mountains, in the hills in uh, North Queensland, Australia. And it's a total dream come true property. And um, yeah, it's it's amazing like fruit trees galore. And I don't know if you've tapped into the energy, but I sent you a couple videos and it's just beautiful. serene, beautiful paradise. Yeah, so it's the pool, really, really barn. That's
0: the only thing that's yeah, missing out. Is the exactly, pool.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's cold there, so we're kind of half thinking, well, maybe we'll get a spa at some mm,
0: point. You got so, room for it. You definitely have room yeah, for
1: it. We definitely have room for it. Um, one thing I kind of wanted to share with you and share with our listener as well was that I feel that, um, I don't know if it's the time of year, Michelle, or like the planets or just me, but I guess I've just been feeling... Uh, that I've been having challenges with being really like inspired. And, um, As I guess honest. a lot of, in, a lot, okay. A lot of enthusiasm. And I, I guess the thing for me, if I'm real about it is that I have been doing a casual job on the side, um, which is really good. It supplements my income. It's made me um, eligible to, you know, afford a house and all these sort of things. So that's always, that's really cool. Cause I could get a loan, blah. blah, blah. anyway, uh, I feel like I've been working there a lot, and so because I've been working there so much, that sometimes it's affecting what I'm able to get done in the day. Yeah, so I guess I just want to share that I just want to yeah. yeah, for my own business. Yeah, And I, I guess I just want to say that that's, that's okay, and that's normal. And I know there's part of me that has this FOmo and this fear of missing out and this need and this desire to want to make things go faster but sometimes we also need to just sit down, realign, do the things that we need to do, and then we can move on you know, with a better sort of system and more creativity or you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, I, I do sometimes talk about how when we're needing creativity or we're needing to be inspired to go for a drive and to sit in silence and to wait to see what comes. And uh, I guess I just am not used to having kind of weeks of that. Which I found to be a bit challenging, but at the same time, I understand that it's a process, and I'm going through some changes, which is super cool. And it's just, I guess, part of it is just being kind with
0: the journey. Would you say? You, do you understand what I mean? Totally agree. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, it's you can't you can't speed up the process. And I think some people they they're like, oh, you know, the creativity it's not flowing, and I don't have the new ideas, and where are they? And I feel so lost, and rah rah. And it's like, you can't force that, like you can't force that. And it's like, you just have to create the space. And when you go out and you stand in the backyard for a while on the grass or go for a walk in the rain or go for a jog or something like that, you're creating space or even just slowing down your breathing. I did some of that this morning, backyard, bare feet, slowing down your breathing, focusing on the holding your breath at the top and the bottom. That's brilliant for bringing yourself back but that's what we need to do. You know, it's like the creative ideas dropping the most for me either when I'm running or when I'm doing yoga. Yeah. Cause I created space for that. So yeah, you created space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And you know, we can't sustain a go, go, go thing. And I know no. that, you know, you have been go, go going for a long time. And I feel mm. like I, w- I was as well. And I know that in, in previously in my life, when I've been go, go going, Sometimes the universe just kicks my ass. Like one time, I had an injury where I I did my ankle and I couldn't walk properly for a, quite a while. And you know, so or you get a cold or you get sick or something like that. So I think that it's really important that we acknowledge that you know we can't go 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 all the time. And um, yeah, I guess I'm just looking forward to kind of realigning myself and getting back in the groove. And this is part of why I really wanted to do this episode as well is because I really wanted to be like, okay, here's some cool business tips, get talking about my business again, get learning about it again, get the energy flowing. I've been doing a lot of um, listening to spiritual teachers and reading a lot of fiction. And so now it's like, okay, now it's back to, let's read some nonfiction girl. Let's do some, you know, some more businessy stuff to kind of get that going. Cause that's a massive passion for me
0: yeah, and something that I feel I've been missing. Yeah. Mm. No, it's great. You're on the right track. Absolutely. What's Happy happening one? with you? Oh, wow. No. Uh, I, uh, I decided to go on Jet Trek. So I drove to Gladstone with my husband uh, and the trailer, pulling the trailer along behind us. And uh, we drove from the Sunshine Coast to Gladstone. And look, my, my biggest thing here was to be able to reverse in a boat ramp. That was uh, what I was trying to do or hoping to do. Uh, And I had had about 20 minutes of practice in total before we left. So uh, I felt like I was uh, fairly well equipped to handle the challenge. And I will tell you, Lauren, that I I did do it. I did it on three or four separate occasions. And sometimes, you know, depending on the boat ramp, like occasionally you can't get a a straight run. So on some boat ramps, with a trailer, what you're trying to do is get the trailer straight behind you. So you'll, you'll drive forward until you get the trailer straight and then you can kind of just follow it down the boat ramp. That's what I was trying to do on some of these boat that ramps. That is also
1: hard. That is hard because I've tried yeah. to do that before and I yeah. end up almost ripping off our bumper. Wow.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I didn't have anything like that. So thank God. But you know, this was a challenge for me and I was like, I want to do this now. Uh, some of the boat ramps, you couldn't get far enough forward to be able to get a straight line. So the first few, I was like, um, there's a guy called Energizer and I'm like, Hey, way out the window. Can you jump in in reverse? And he's like, you know, I Anyway, he reversed the first few times and then I tried it at Burnett Heads and I did it and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I was so excited and I didn't realize how much adrenaline was going through my body. I couldn't walk. I got out of the car and fell over. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, my, my adrenaline was insane. My knees were knocking together. I was like, oh, my hands are shaking. I'm like, oh my God. Um, because so you're adrenaline. so
1: focused.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah. I don't want to crash his car and I don't want to like drive into the water and not be able to get out. Like there's so many things yeah. that go wrong here. <laughs> So we got on the back, and I'm like, "Hooray!" He's on the on the jet ski, and they actually sit on the jet ski, and you you drive them out of the water. So they don't get in the car; they sit on the jet ski, and you drive them out like that. So um, someone actually got fined, and I don't know how far she was actually going, but someone got fined for driving a husband out of the water, and they reckon she was doing about 45 k's an hour, <laughs> like just <laughs> floored it. And he's hanging onto the jet ski, so she actually got fined. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I was like driving him very gently, very gently. But Burnett was very slippery. Burnett has um, boat ramp was very slippery. So, a couple of the boat ramps were a bit slippery. And one of the guys, um, Energizer, actually put my car into. Uh, I think it's called diff lock. So it actually means that the two back tires spin at the same time. So normally your tires spin independently of each other, but it puts them both at the same speed or all the same time so that they bring you out. It brings you out of the water. Because one of the ladies actually did a, um, literally did a burnout up the boat ramp, like literally. It left black tire marks and everything, and she was burning out for like, I don't know, 10 minutes. We're all just (laughs) watching her going, oh, my God, what are you doing? So he put it on that, and I didn't know that. So I'm driving along with like this orange light flashing, and I'm like, "Uh, that can't be good. And then eventually one of the other girls, we stopped and one of the girls jumped in and was like, oh, diff lock. And she pushed it and it went off. And I'm like, thank God. So yeah, there's a few little boo-boos, but it was fun, you know, traveling UHF. I'm like, hey guys, you know what's going on? We're pointing, doing eye spy and all sorts of funny things. Um, But yeah, it was actually really, really fun. I enjoyed it. And driving down the boat ramp, although I didn't get it to do it every time because some of the boat ramps just weren't, weren't great. One of them's built right next to a row. So you had to drive onto a road to reverse. It was just stupid. I'm like, who designed this? bloody boat ramp, some guy, it had to be a man. And so, yeah, it was actually a really good experience. So, and really good, um, to meet other women and, um, you know, cause a lot of the convoys are driven by the wives. So it was oh. uh, yeah, just quite a cool bonding experience. We also had a guy named Walrus who has a big Walrus kind of um, mustache. He was really cool. Ankle, bar, um, ankle, no, what do they call them? Bar, bar mustache. I don't know, whatever they call that thing. Handlebar yes handlebar so that was really cool um so yeah it was really exciting the other thing that happened was um we nearly got COVID because the um one of the guys was in gladstone at auckland house at the same place we had our dinner at so he was actually at the same venue so we were actually um they put out an alert for our group and oh. there was 200 of us but you know auckland house was outdoors like it's like an outdoor venue and you're just literally under a marquee and the staff were the same staff but i was like i really think the chance of transmission would be pretty remote. Anyway, Jason yeah. I went and tested my husband and he's negative, so that's fine. Um, and I didn't bother getting tested because I didn't really feel anything. So um, yeah, there was a bit of a, ooh, moment, like we're at the same place. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was it. So a bit of a close call. Uh, I was gonna tell you, um, I forgot to mention it,
1: <laughs> which shows you um, how much it's affected me, I guess. But uh, <laughs> where I live right now, we have to all wear masks. It's mandatory. Yeah, 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 that's all through Queensland. That's Queensland. Oh, White are Park, you? I've been yeah, going out a lot. Hi. Do yeah, You're wearing masks. We have so many in person. Yeah. So when a client
0: comes, you're wearing masks. Oh no, 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 not clients. No, no, no. Cause you're allowed to have visitors in your home. That's different. Um, when I'm going out to a restaurant or cafe or public, you know, hairdresser, yeah, you have to wear them. I'm, everyone here is wearing them. It's statewide. That's yeah, weird. Hey. Businesses. Yeah. Cause we, we didn't even have to do it's this so... when we went into lockdown. Like when we went no, into lockdown, we didn't yeah. have to do that yes exactly. statewide yeah we're catching up every time i catch myself going oh this is annoying i go
1: oh yeah the rest of the world has been dealing with this for a year yeah So it's just kind have,
0: of amazing yeah i have it on for 30 seconds and i'm over it but you know i had i had a reading for a nurse the other day and everyone comes over with masks on everyone assumes all my clients assume i've got to wear a mask um but you know i just tell them once they're inside look you're all good in here um i'm wearing masks as well so we're all good um, yeah, but, I forgot yeah. about
1: it. And sometimes I've gone into shops
0: and I've gone oh, oh yeah, I have to go back to the car and get yes. it. And well, the yeah. nurse, cause she used to wear eight hours a day. She had taken hers off and left it in the car and she walked in and the police were in there finding people for not having the masks on. And she walked in and was like, la, 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 la. And she totally forgot it. And then she looked at the guy behind the counter with the mask and everyone else had their mask on. And there was a couple that didn't, they were getting fined. And she's like, Oh my God, oh my God. And she was like, Do I go back out to the car and get it? Is that going to look really suspicious? So she just raced up to the counter, paid a bill, and ran out the door before the police saw her. Um, so, yeah, they're actually in there finding people.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah it's interesting mm. that's interesting times. Very interesting.
0: Brings this all onto the same page. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so that's us done, catching up on our yeah. little week here. Now, Lauren, we're going to get into the business tips, yeah? Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. So one thing that I will say,
1: uh, you know, just kind of mention it off the top, but yep. these are not necessarily the top 10 business tips you need to have the most successful six-figure business. That's not what this is. This is just about you and me intuitively talking about things that we want people to keep in mind. And like I said before, if you're not a business owner, you're still going to get value out of this because we do think about you at home and what you're going to get out of it. And we know that you're not necessarily on the same journey as us. Okay. Uh, so, one thing that we did learn from our last conversation, oh, actually, we did it. We did this on a Facebook Live. We forgot to mention that uh, we, when we, we had our, yeah. So, basically, a couple weeks ago, Michelle and I had a little party on uh, Facebook Live where we were c- celebrating one year being made redundant. And um, basically, we did our top 10 reasons why being made redundant was the best thing ever. And we started with number one, and then we realized we need to start with number 10. So today we're doing it properly. Yes. (laughs) We're going to start with number 10. So Michelle, you actually are tip number 10. So take it away, girl. Right.
0: Um, well, Lauren, I think this for me is the biggest one, and uh, you know, as we said, our listener at home may or may not relate to these. But the biggest one for me was actually the belief in self. And when you're starting your own business, I feel like that and the product, I should say, uh, but I am the product in, in this situation. Um, the belief in self and your product is the most important thing because you know, if you don't have that, um, then what's the point? You're not going to you're not going to proceed. You're not going to be successful. So I feel like that for me. Um, And I really do believe in my ability, although I was very skeptical at the same time. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe people are going to pay me to read cards. How funny. Um, But, you know, I've added a lot of other things of value into that. So, you know, I'm not just reading cards now, I do the mentorship and the teaching and other stuff. So, you know, I feel like once you sort of have that product and you believe in yourself and, you know, the ability to deliver, you know, on that, then you can um, add to that. You know, if I didn't have the belief, I don't know that I'd still be here a year later, you know, and it is pretty much the year since we started now, Um, but it wasn't at the time we did that video. So, um, yeah, that's, that's sort of my number one. Or 10. Yeah.
1: I love that a lot. Number 10, number one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's really good. And I think that uh, I agree with you on that. And you know, it kind of compliments my next tip, which is don't share your dream with everyone. Uh, yeah. Good so one. one of the things, and you know, I guess that's what I was kind of talking about at the top of the show. Not, not to say I can't share my dream with everyone about buying a house and that it's going to happen and whatnot. But I guess sometimes when you're sharing your dream or you're sharing news with somebody, uh, you don't, always know how it's going to be received. Yeah. And so I think it's really important that when you're starting something new, if you're creating a, a new business or you're you're wanting to, you know, try a new hobby out or something like that, you know, just be aware of who you're sharing your dream with because you're going to have those people in your life that are your yes people. And not to say that you want people to be like supporting you if maybe it's not a safe thing for you to do or you haven't done the work or the research, right? but you want people to believe in you because one of the things that we do enough of is we doubt ourselves and we doubt our ability and we have a lot of fear in the world. And you know, those are things that we always have to deal with ourselves as well. And so the last thing that you need is telling somebody your dream and then they just shit all over it and Mm -hmm. then you never do it. And that Actually, has happened. I'm sure there are many stories where people have said that they wanted to pursue something and they weren't supported in doing that. Mm-hmm. So, when you are building a business, starting something new, creating something, I just want to caution you to, you know, maybe be cautious about who you sh- who you share your dream with.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting one too, and I, I just want to speak on that point, Lauren, because that's um that's a goodie. But with you know, myself and my relationship, I mean, Jason was like, Oh, this is never going to work. Like he was like, this is, this is the worst idea ever. But my personality is such that I respond kind of in a positive fashion to that where I was like, no, you know, I am going to make this work and I know this is a good idea and so on and so forth. So sometimes you can turn that around if someone does, you know, and obviously if I'm married to the guy, it's hard to um, avoid his opinion because, you know, I'm bringing in income and we're sort of sharing that income. So, you know, for me, that was actually a bit of fire in my belly. Uh, and I use that as a positive. And he's totally on board now. I mean, he wants to quit his job and become a stay-at-home husband. You know, he's like, this is awesome. So, you know, he's yeah. 100% on board now. But sometimes people just need proofs <laughs> in the pudding. You know what I mean? Like some people just have to see it work um, before they believe in it and support yeah, it.
1: And you yeah. and I are privy to, you know... Let's bring the woo in because that's who we are. You know, we're privy to spirit and what we're, what we're aligned to do. And so yeah. sometimes when we know our truth, we just know, even if yeah. it doesn't necessarily make sense to everyone, Correct. but not everyone can hold firm in their, in their dream, you know, cause I've shared my dreams with people before and it seems like it's a crazy concept for them, but I just know it to be true and therefore yeah. I know it's going to work. So yeah, like you, there are times when it, it doesn't bother me to tell somebody, I'm going to do something. But I just think that in general, you do need to discern whether or not you're a person who can be resilient when somebody responds with a negative or uh,
0: maybe a concerned response. Yep. Uh, or or not yes yeah, so yep no it's a really good point really good point now my number 8 is learning how to sell yourself so it's kind of a continuation of believing in yourself but the next step for me was how do you sell yourself how do you get yourself out there you know how do you spread the word and a lot of the a lot of what I f- have found and I did do a little bit of business management at tafe back in the day but a lot of what I found during that and we did do simulators and things is that you know if you can, uh, you know, give really good customer service. Now, if I go to a place and I have a really awesome experience, I tell everyone, I'm like, you have to go and check out the food. You know, the service was awesome. The people were great. You know, da, 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 da. for me, it's a lot about word of mouth. And I always believed in that. I've always felt like that is gold. You know, when you go to a place and everyone wants you to get out, you can just tell you're walking and all the um, staff have a scale on their face. You're like, you don't want to be here. You don't want to be there. Like it's not nice energy. So it's like if people come here and I'm very welcoming and they're like, they get good service and they're happy with the result and whatever else, then they're going to talk about me and spread the word. And so I feel like a lot of the time, you know, not that it's that I've got to make an effort or I've got to, you know, try too hard or anything like that because it's, this is my personality, but, you know, it it is really selling yourself in a way, in a way. Um, So I can get the referrals and then also the repeat business because I want people to come back as well. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's yeah.
1: important. The other thing too just on the back of that, if someone is struggling with sell, how to sell themselves, testimonials are really important. When oh, yeah. you get a testimonial and then you can actually repurpose somebody's words into your own marketing. So if Michelle, if someone said to Michelle, "I now feel aligned with my true purpose." Michelle could always use that line, and she could say something like, "Michelle R. Price, aligning you with your true purpose." Oh yeah, that's (laughs) great. What do you do? I align people with their true purpose, and the thing is that you're reusing somebody's own language, and so they're going to connect with you in that way.
0: Yeah, that's great. So, for example,
1: yeah, with my um, the way that I promote my masterclass, right? I, one of the things that I say is stop overextending yourself without being racked with guilt. Those are not my own words. Those are words that somebody else told me they feel. And so I use those words. Oh, I'm racked with guilt, you know? And so I use that word in my marketing because that's going to connect with someone because it's in their own language. Yeah. So that's really important. Do you credit in that respect, Lauren? Like, do you credit the person? No, No, you don't. No, because it's not a, no, because I, I would use racked with guilt. I don't, you know, I, I suppose I could use it as a quote at times. It would make yeah. sense. But yeah. No, I just is. wanted to ask. If that is a... it, yeah. More of a list. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the other thing too, I will say is I had somebody ask me a while ago to write them a reference letter. And I said, I was just so busy. And I said, can you please write your own reference letter? Send it to me and I'll add my two cents and uh, the, it was this for a 19-year-old woman and uh, she felt a bit uncomfortable with that and then she sent it to me and she goes oh i feel I feel uncomfortable talking about how great i am and i said yeah it's good that you did though cuz it's good for you to focus on your own strengths yeah and, you know i added to them but you know sometimes we do need to take an inventory on what we are good at and that can help us sell ourselves as well so yeah, I just it's a good to point really good point your, Cause that's really good. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that, um, okay. So my tip number seven, and I think it goes well, really well with your tip is give before you ask and then ask. So very often we live in a culture where there's two things happening. I see, I see one thing happening, which is people are giving, 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 giving so much free value. We do it on podcasts every day, right? Mm. We give free uh, your Facebook lives. You're giving, you're giving, you're giving. Um, you know, I do the same give, 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 blah, blah, blah. But when we're giving, we then need to ask, Hey, can you please sign up for my free masterclass mm. and maybe buy my time management course? Cause it's amazing. Or for you, Hey, I just gave you all this. Can you please book in for a full one hour reading with me or, mm. you know, a healing with me or whatever the case may be. So it's really important to give I think before you ask because what giving before we ask does is it helps us to build relationships and when we build relationships with people people feel more inclined to give us their hard-earned money or to spend time listening to our masterclass, or to give us a like or share a Facebook live we did or whatever the case may be when we just ask for the sale Hey, I'm selling this. Hey, I'm selling this. Hey, I'm selling this. People are less likely to want to connect with you on that level. Mm. So I think it's really important that we do an inventory of that in our kind of daily life as well. Are you somebody who just constantly is a taker or do you also give? And so I think that giving before we ask is going to be really key in building relationships and building relationships is really key in having a successful business Mm. and life.
0: Yeah, wow, that was like a neat little bow there, Lauren. It was like the little present and the neat little bow on the top. What you just did there—you wrapped it all up very nicely. It was oh, thank well you. Thank well you, done. Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, my next one's two words. It's very simple. Um, consider diversifying. And I guess it does flow in nicely from what you're talking about in that. When I started doing this, it was really just you know the readings and stuff like that. But because people would ask me, "Oh, do you teach? You know, what else do you do?" Ra ra. And I was like, well, no, but yeah, I do. Yeah, of course I do. Of course. So <laughs> no, that's but- why I came up with my service list. Because you know, someone said to me, do you weekend getaways? And I was like, yeah. And then I'm like, we weekend getaways, blah, 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 write it into my service list. So I've just been adding as people tell me things that they want, you know. So if they're like, I want to do mentorship, I wanna learn how to develop my gifts, I'm like, yeah, of course I offer that. So then it goes up on my service list. So uh, with the Reiki and things like that, the Reiki master, it was because people were saying to me, you know, do you offer that? And I was like, not at the moment, but I will. And since I've offered Reiki, I've been inundated. You know, I've been doing, teaching most weekends, if not, you know, every second weekend. Uh, and it's been amazing. So, you know, I, I feel like listening to the customer is really important. And that's, you know, how I got into radio because people used to say, got a nice voice, you should be in radio. I was like, righto. And I did. So I feel like listening to people is really important. If people say enough to me, are you doing this thing? And I'm like, hmm, I'm not at the moment. That for me is a sign from the universe that I need to be doing it. So um, now that I've got, you know, the mentorship and all these other things on the go, there's a lot of uh, income that I just know I'm guaranteed for that certain amount of time. And that makes it a lot easier. So I'm not sitting here worried about readings, healings, you know, when they're coming in, rah, rah, rah because I've got all these cogs turning. So it just, it takes the pressure off, I find for me. yeah, um, I was taking the pressure off. Whereas in the beginning, I was super anxious. I was like, oh my gosh, where, what's going to happen next week? I don't have any bookings yet. Da And a lot mm. of it was based on my Facebook live. So a lot of my bookings are based on Facebook lives. Now I'm, I'm pretty much good for the week. By the time I get to Monday, I mean, I'm fully booked today, apart from, you know, chatting to you, but I'm mostly fully booked for the week. And then my Facebook live, you know, they, I guess, fill a few gaps or they book for the following week. So, you know, I just find it's a lot less stress, the diversifying. And you do have to think what we were talking about before. You do have to think about, you know, the kinds of things that people are always going to need. Um, and there's always going to be, I guess, a demand or a desire for those things. So I I guess with my business, I know that people are always going to want, you know, confirmation and clarification. And when we went through COVID, A lot of people coming to me because they would lost loved ones and they didn't have the best send off, you know, because of limitations with funerals and things like that. So over Christmas holidays, over school holidays and all that sort of stuff, I get really busy because people have time off from work and they get to connect and, and, you know, get confirmation or whatever they need Mm -hmm. to do. So I feel like what I offer is something that people are always going to need. And so I feel like I just wanted to say that as well, is to think about your product, what it is and make sure that you're in an industry that isn't going to be, you know, phased out like a lot of technology, you know, does get phased out at some point. Um, yeah, so I rolled a bunch of different things in there, but anyway, um, that's something to think about. I like that a
1: lot. Yeah, no, that's really good. And it's, it's nice because it supports um, my tip number five, which is pivoting. And pivoting, pivoting is crucial because sometimes when you are diversifying, like Michelle said, sometimes, uh, where you're diversifying, it's not working. or it needs to be tweaked, or it's not, it's too soon, or you've taken on too much or whatever the case may be. Mm. And so I think it's really important to remember that A, it's safe to change your mind always. B, it's important to be able to pivot and pivot is not a failure. It's not a negative thing. It's just you assessing where you are in business and life and going, wait a minute, this isn't working. I need to pivot. So let's use an example that's really important for you and me. So uh, we had a chat about, we rebranded recently, and we're looking at our YouTube channel and it didn't work with the new brand. When you looked at everything, it was a visual representation of how different our new look is compared to our old look. And I was concerned about that. And also we looked at the stats and we found that the YouTube stats weren't as great as we wanted them to be. And so what we did is we pivoted and we pivoted by deciding, okay, wait a minute, instead of giving people the full episode on YouTube, which is not a video is just really them listening to this exact podcast, just with a graphic, we're going to start again. And we're going to pick out little parts of the, the episode that might be good. A minute, a 30 seconds, whatever, put that, maybe put our bed track at the end, um and then put that on youtube and then that is going to hook people to come and listen to the full episode so that's what we started doing because we started realizing, wait a minute, we want people to listen to the episode where they listen to their podcast so we can get yeah. the download stat because if they're listening on YouTube, it doesn't count towards our overall download stats. And when we eventually ask for somebody to sponsor the show or do a in-kind sponsorship, which we're open to, if you're listening at home <laughs> and you have a product you want us to try out, we're open to it. Um we want those stats to be able to share with people. And so if we hadn't taken the time to pivot, then we wouldn't be doing that. And that decision I've now done in my other two podcasts that I'm doing no longer doing the full episodes there. I am taking clips instead. And uh, I found that in Podbean. I don't know if you know this, but when you, when you schedule the Episode. You can go. You're sent to another screen. You can get the exact URL to that episode. So I just go. This is an excerpt taken from episode blah blah blah. And then I go listen to the full thing here. And I've got a full clip to the exact episode itself, not yeah. only the channel. Yeah. So that for me, by you and me having a real talk conversation and us pivoting, has helped me. I feel to do a better product. Mm. In, in the other things that I'm working on. Yep. So absolutely. Yeah. So that's really critical. uh cre, that's really critical. <laughs> it's a bit like what to, you do uh, with
0: the spirit team as well when you um Yeah, it is. Yeah. I
1: decided that the I felt like all my content would could have been overwhelming people and I sell time management course so it to make sense. Mm. So now I'm doing um just group mentoring in that way and then one-on-one mentoring in that way. And it doesn't mean that I can't I won't have to pivot that again. But it means that, you know, I'm taking stock and I'm checking it out as I go. And, you know, kind of like we were talking about at the beginning of the show, you know, when you are in flow, when you're aligning and when you're following your dream, you know, everything is working. And I think it's important that if ever something is a bit hard or challenging that we go, wait a minute, YouTube's not working the way that it meant to, or this Facebook group isn't working the way that it meant to, or blah, blah, blah.
0: I need to pivot this. Yeah. Good one. It's being flexible. Uh, number four for me, Lauren, is you don't have to do it all yourself. And this is one we have discussed, I think, in previous podcasts. But when you're a one-man band, which both of us are, it can be challenging managing your hours. You end up working seven days a week, 24 hours a day, because you are you believe in this thing. You believe in this product. You believe in yourself. So you just throw everything at it. Uh, but, you know, you don't have to do it all yourself. And and Nowadays, um, you know, I do reach out when I'm, you know, struggling a little bit, you know, maybe there's something that Jason can help me with, you know, if it's something around the computer technology, something like that, Um, rather than me sitting here trying to figure it out for three years. But also like I do talk to um, some of my clients, some of my, my mentorship clients, I'll chat to them and say, look, you know, um, what would you add to this course? Like I do sort of talk to them and sort of get their input. So it's not like I'm paying them. They're not like staff members, but I just feel like I can't do it on myself. I don't know everything. So I do talk to my clients and I listen to what they say. So, you know, and I really learn, you know, I learn a lot. So I feel like that's really important. If the listener at home is, you know, doing something like what we're doing, starting our own business or enterprise, is that you, you just don't, you don't have to do it all alone. And it may be what we've talked about before getting a receptionist to answer the phone, you know, some days, um, you know, if you've got a lot of calls coming in or messages and stuff like that, maybe you have to have someone come in and help you out with that. So it's about putting your hand up and being a bit vulnerable, but, um, yeah, just accepting that you, are uh, you can't do it all yourself. So I felt like that was a really important one. And I'm one of those people. I very rarely want to ask for help, but I think injuring my hamstring um, right before variety jet trek, which I mentioned before driving to Gladstone injuring my hamstring is actually about vulnerability. I, I looked up the emotional cause and it's about not wanting mm. to be vulnerable, not wanting to rely on others. So that's why I've added that number four point him because that was a huge eye opener when I went to jet trek and I was like, I have to sit in the car and it hurts a bit. And even just walking I had no strength in my leg. Um, so even walking around was really hard. So I had to lean on my husband literally uh, and he had to wait for me because often he's like a bullet at a gate. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And he actually had to stop and, and wait for me. So it was actually a really good experience, but that's why I've put that particular point in there.
1: I love that a lot. And actually I did a recent episode on the Raw Raw podcast. I'll put a link to this and it's all about how to hire a VA, a uh, virtual assistant. Yeah. and And the woman goes into a lot of exactly what you're just talking about the things that you can use a virtual assistant for and and we spoke um, to deborah too
0: yeah we
1: did that was a really good episode yeah we should put a link to that as well Mm. in the show notes so there's like two different perspectives on that um but one of the things you know that you need to look at is not am i doing too many things that i could be delegating to someone else so that's really key Okay. I love that. Um, sleeping on it. This is tip number three. And basically this is something that I learned from my main man, Brian Tracy, who's a uh, amazing Mm -hmm. business mentor. He talked about how it's really important to not make a decision right away that people will very often be happy to wait and it's okay to sleep on it. I'm an Aries. And so Making a decision right away is the only way that I know to do a lot of things. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm similar um, to you. Yeah. Yeah. I need to at times go, okay, I don't need to do everything right now, or I don't need to do everything so quickly, or I don't need to say yes. I guess for me, when I know my truth and I just know it's a yes, I'll just say yes. But sometimes it doesn't hurt to just take a little bit of time out and to wait and then come back and make that decision. And I guess uh, very often, you know, we have FOMO and the fear of missing out that if we don't say yes to something right away, we're going to lose the opportunity, but it's okay to sleep on it. And mm-hmm. so whenever there are big decisions that you need to make, whenever you need to pivot, whenever you need to, you know, if you want to diversify, whatever the case may be, it's okay to think about it, marinate on it, sleep on it, wake up in the morning with a fresh perspective. You know how they always say everything is better in the morning or brighter. yeah, or anything? yeah It's really true. Yeah. And uh, I think that sometimes allowing ourselves that grace period to be really firm in our yes or no is, is really critical.
0: Yeah. The only exception, of course, Lauren, is an argument. We never sleep in an argument. So I just wanted to throw that in. <laughs> That's okay. the only exception to the rule. Uh, now, number two, I guess we've alluded to this sort of before, but I just wanted to highlight this as one of my points. And it's about taking a poll sometimes. So I like to do that in my mentorship groups um, and, you know, just find out like, you um, if it's something I'm considering might be a good idea, it might be me diversifying. It might be me adding a new thing, you know, to my portfolio. And so I may do it on my business page, for example, you know, um, if I was to offer this, would you guys be keen? So, you know, it's putting yourself out there. I think it's being vulnerable as well because you could get like a bunch of no's, but I, I just feel like it is good to give people the opportunity to have a say and everyone wants to be heard. So you know, I do do polls privately in my messenger groups, but also on my business page. So just to sort of test the water a little bit, um, and certainly with the uh, the reiki and the mentorship and things like that, it's all paid off. Um, but yeah, definitely asking your friends, and not even just through business. I mean, I ask my girlfriends. You know, what do you think about this? Um, I like to get the advice of others. So again, I guess it's sort of along the lines of not trying to do it all yourself. Um, but yeah, asking for, um, the advice of others who might be, um, you know, a bit cluey, although it was spiritual friends. So there's plenty of people I can get advice from in that area. Um, did you do this? Did it work? Sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, reaching out a little bit there, but polls are good.
1: I think that's really important. And I think that that's probably not something that's done a lot yeah. or enough. Um, I know it was sometimes when I've looked at, um, you know, different titles for things, I'll do a little Instagram poll. I'll go, do you like this title? Do you like this title? you know, it's kind of seeing what people gravitate towards. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you don't, obviously you don't need to go with it, but you need to pay attention to your audience. If your audience says, I want a, and you're like, well, I'm going to give you B cause I just want to do that. Well, it might not be as successful as if you give them a correct. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really important. And asking listening. for feedback and being vulnerable and listening, like you said, is so key. So that's, I just think that's such an awesome tip. Yeah. And then the The final tip for um, this show on uh, business tips is getting clear on your why. And this is just, you know, it's an age old thing. We always talk about it, but you need to know why you're doing what you're doing. What is your mission? What is your foundation? What is your calling? What is your point? Why are you doing it? And, you know, when you are lacking maybe motivation, inspiration, it's coming back to those why moments And it's, it's remembering, wait a minute, it's because I want to be of service. It's because I want to help people to live the best life, to find their power, you know, or whatever the thing is for you. And uh, I think that, you know, a lot of people, they write their mission statement, they have it on the wall. They write their mission statement on their phone or something like that. So that whenever they're having those challenges where they're going, why am I doing this? They remember, oh yeah, this is the mission. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing.
0: And Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's
1: really important that
0: you know, that basically we know why. Yeah. Yeah, The why is the be all and end all. And we, um, yeah, have done mentioned that in a few other episodes. I was going to say over the years, but not over the years, Um, over the time we've been doing this, uh, the why is very important. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Lauren, I have a couple of tools um, to improve your life. And what I was thinking about as an example is when we're trying to introduce, you know, something new. So one of the things that I'm really keen to learn how to do is uh, platform mediumship. So that's you know, John and standing up in front of people, you know, spirits here, la 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 and um and sort of delivering something on stage in I that way. I love watching
1: that so much.
0: Yeah. And so I had been asked and it um it didn't end up happening, but I was asked to do a platform event in March. And I think as COVID, everything's sort of blown up again. So we didn't end up doing it. But um I was asked to do an event on the Gold Coast and so I was watching, you know, John Edwards sort of religiously just to, you know, get the the gist of what he was doing, the vibe of it, you know, how do you do this and just really trying to suss it out. But again, you know, saying before about talking to your friends, I went to my friends who do this and I was like, can you give me some tips? So I'm not too proud, you know, I'm not too proud to do that and, and say, look, I really don't know what this is about. I don't know how to do it. Can you help me out here? So I went to some of my friends, got some great tips and I just watched John Edwards. So if you are trying to, you know, do something different, do something new, bring it in, talk to the experts in the field. You know, if you've got friends who are in that industry or whatever it is, get some expert advice, you know, give yourself some confidence. And certainly without talking to those people, um, I would have felt a lot less confident than I do now. And there will be an opportunity. I know that it, there will be another opportunity for me to do this, you know, to give it a go. Um, so find that that person, you know, the expert, whatever it is, uh, and be inspired, watch their videos. You know, it's great to um, try to emulate. Uh, we're not, you know, directly copying, but it's like watching them and just trying to emulate, you know, how do they do this? How did they do this? So I feel like that was just a really good tip. And that's something that I'm doing because it was so out of my comfort zone. You know, as soon as I was asked to do this thing, I was like, Oh God, no. But then I was like, well, maybe I can do it. You know, I'm sure everyone felt like that at some point. So if you're trying to get confidence, that's, that's one of my tips um, for people at home, our listener at
1: home. That's really great. Um, one of the tools to improve your life, actually, we'll just add to that, Michelle, and I will just say that yeah. people have gone before you, and it makes great. a lot of sense to follow the same road. Okay? Yep. <laughs> Good one. I love just, that. It's just a fact. All right. Um, I have a tool to improve your life, which is basically check out audiobooks. I don't know are they still called books on tape if they're not on tape but they're on a audio I just
0: say audio books it sort of covers all your bases yeah
1: books on tape makes me sound old when I say that (laughs) anyway I did write books on tape and then as I was saying I went wait a minute is that a thing that people say anymore (laughs) God, Um, okay younger than me so I am yeah (laughs) yeah exactly you're welcome uh basically I have discovered over the last little while, and this is since signing up for Hay House Unlimited Radio, that listening to audiobooks is the best. I know that a lot of people have talked about, oh yeah, I read this book, but they actually listen to it. You can get so much more done when you listen to an audiobook. It's amazing. True. Yep. Cookie so dinner. Part of my... Yeah, exactly. So part of my plan is to, you know, actually pay attention to that. Look at my audio uh, list, get some audiobooks. Think about what can I do while I'm listening to them, Like yeah. work. I mean, sorry, not work, cook or drive or whatever. And then you're really kind of maximizing the time because reading a book takes a lot of time, but listening to it while you're doing something else is awesome. Yep. So I just found that that's a really good tool to improve your life.
0: Killing two birds with one stone. Fabulous. Now, uh, Lauren, it is time for the party element and that is brought to you by your business this week. Yes.
1: So in line with the free masterclass I have been talking about, uh, I would like you to go and register for my free masterclass, please. This is going to help you if you are wanting to stop overextending yourself without being racked with guilt. If you want to create space to stay on task, do the things that you need to do, if you want to start saying no to requests and if you want to unlock the secret to reducing your work hours by half without playing catch up on the weekend. So grab your ticket to the masterclass. It's in the show notes, or you can head to my website at rawrockconsulting.com and all the details are there. It's so important that you recognize that your time is going by. And Michelle, I, um, there was a guy who, passed away the other day that used to come to the restaurant a lot and he was just out for a hike and had a heart attack. And so it can happen at any time. And it's really important that we know that when there are things in our life that we want to do, need to do, should do, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, I don't like the word should, need to do, want to do, uh, that we know how to will do, have to get them done as quickly as possible.
0: It's like colours and patty, Lauren. Time management. Huh? Like colours and patty. What's that? Carla, the designer. Carla St. Patty. She fell down a um, flight of stairs and died. Oh, I don't. I've never heard of her before. She's oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, or American. She may be American. Um, she fell down a flight of stairs and just died randomly. Wow. Yeah. Is that uh, she, well? that's Australian. That She's Australian fashion designer. Yeah, so, gorgeous woman. Very well, wow. on an Aussie brand. Yeah, and um. Fell on a flight of stairs. I'm not so much into fashion, that's why I had to Google it. But um yeah, she was born in Italy. She's Italian originally, but um, yeah, felt on so it can happen to anyone, you know. And she wasn't um she was only quite young, I think, too, born in 1942, a little bit older than my mum.
1: Yeah, sad. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. But that's the point, you know, we are going to, you know, leave these bodies at some point. Yeah, we're and mortal. So- we are mortal. So what do you want to do with the time you've got left? And so my masterclass can help you. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Wow. Although I'm not necessarily sure it's a super strong sailing point to talk about death at the same time, but yeah.
0: I don't know how we did that. But anyway, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, all right. So basically the party element is this, can you do something in your business to make your business more fun? So there's this thing it's called gamification. I've got a. a um, podcast episode on it, on my podcast, I've put a link to it in the show notes, but essentially what it is, it's looking at what you're doing in your business and seeing whether or not you can make it more fun. So for example, if you are a mentor like Michelle, can you have a theme for that call where everybody wears like a bright color? So everyone's wearing a different color of the rainbow. How cool would that look as a visual? If Michelle took a photo of all her mentors, that one person's wearing red, one purple, one green, one blue, you know, that would just look like such a great shot for social media. Yeah. What about if you asked everyone at your next meeting to bring in an item or something that's special to them and they can talk for one minute on it, you get to learn more about people when they do things like that. And it makes it a little bit more fun. Can you bring out funky pens? When I make my, when I do my amazing workshops, I have these little packs that everybody gets and there's always a different pen in each one. And so some people are writing with a giant unicorn pen. Some people are writing with an oversized sparkle pen, Mm -hmm. you know, it just adds that little extra fun fun to it. Yeah. And you know, one of the reasons why it works so well is because it makes it memorable when we're so bored. It's like, Oh, this is a boring meeting. Mm. But when I'm writing with my magic cool ass pen, it's Mm. a little bit more fun. Yeah. And it's simple. It's simple. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It's just easy. So one of the things I would like to recommend our listener at home, you know, is there something you can do in your life to jazz it up, to make it more fun? Can you add some extra colors or sounds or even gifts, you know, those giffies into your presentations to just make things a little bit more
0: interesting. So look for the fun in something
1: that you're doing this week.
0: That's cute. Um, that's sort of why we did those um, bit bitmojis. Uh, and when I was promoting my group oh, Facebook Lives, yeah. we'd uh, create ourselves out of little car- cartoon characters. We'd have ourselves sort of lying on a little bed with a rose between our teeth or like funny things. Uh, and everyone loved it. Everyone was like there posting their own little emojis. And and then when Beth had her unicorn headphones on, oh my gosh, that was yeah, the that funniest thing. We laughed and laughed and laughed because uh, they were her daughter's headphones if you haven't heard that episode. So, um, you know, yeah, that the was more hilarious. memorable. Yeah. It was yeah. so funny. And like, it's the one that everyone talks about and it, it had the most views, you know, cause we were all promoting it, like going, Oh my God, you got to watch this. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. Michelle, I still remember from being in grade eight, a lesson my teacher did in his class because he made the coolest thing. He had a blender and he cut up verbs. I'm talking about French verbs. Okay. Oh like French verbs and he did this whole thing where he put these two things together and he blended them in the blender and then they pulled out and there was like all of a sudden there were all these different endings on these words and I remember that I remember that class so much and it's because he made it interesting yeah
0: that's a really great way to do that I love that
1: so those are all things that I think that we would be really you know um for creative to do in our business. Yeah. And so check out that episode on gamification, mm. put a link to it, as I said, in the show notes
0: on the raw, raw podcast, where I actually speak with the gamification expert. Wow. So That's so cool. Yeah. I've never heard of that before. Uh, well yeah. on the next episode, we're going to be talking about eighth place trophies. And I actually had a chat to a friend of mine because you know to be honest i was like well we don't have children you know how are we going to sort of discuss this and talk about this i mean we can do it from our own experience but i chatted to a lady who and you weren't there so it's just gonna be me but um we will be in the episode together so it was just about the eighth place trophy so it's like people getting awards or children getting awards for everything and that certainly didn't happen when i was at school um so it was like you had to get first second or third or bad luck so I chatted to Beck. she's a mother of four. It's a really interesting conversation because she has told me that she changed her opinion. So she had one opinion and then she's changed her. She's gotten older and her children have grown. Um, so it was very, very interesting oh, conversation. Wonderful. Yeah. So that'll be lovely. Yeah, so That's coming good. up in the next episode. Um, but that for now has been The Business in the Front. Party in the Back podcast podcast and Lauren looks like she's applying some body butter there um which is very interesting I just turned around I'm like what is she doing to her head um (laughs) I was like I'm looking at myself I'm going oh my wrinkle like I need some moisturizer you got nothing to worry about you're younger than me so cut it out and then like no Um,
1: I'm ageless I'm ageless and timeless
0: correct (laughs) uh so uh, if you've loved that episode then uh we we're thrilled to bits because we do this and there's a lot of passion and joy Mm -hmm. and Laughter and fun that goes on behind the scenes. And quite often when I'm editing these episodes, I am cacking myself silly. So it's always nice if you enjoy it and hopefully you feel the energy that we're trying to, you know, bring across and convey. Yeah. Because that's what it's all about. Having a bit of fun as Lauren said, get your little sparkly unicorn pen out and uh, we are good. Now, Lauren, if it it wasn't really their cup of tea, uh, what would you suggest a listener at home do? I would recommend that they turn us up real
1: loud and oh. hit play and listen to it again because okay. everything in
0: this episode was damn good yeah i love to throw that at you because it's a little bit of a challenge i'm like throwing that little purple I voice try to be really positive and i was like yeah the mouse was like oh, yeah. Jesus. and i was That's like i can't real. keep saying the same thing i know every, I know. every week so yeah, yeah i'll try yeah. to be ready for mix it mix it up a little week. bit awesome mm. great episode and i'll uh, great episode. You this week. yeah thanks girl Thank you.